Welcome back to the Six of Wands. This is the subsidiary show of the Six of Swords. This is the live value for value role playing game where those who donate to the show, Six of Wands, or more properly the flagship, Six of Swords. In any case, it's all the same show. Six of Discs, Six of Cups as well. When you go to occultfan.com and hit the donate button, or you go straight to the PayPal and hit occultfan at gmail.com into the search e-bar type donate e-bar, you're going to be able to donate whatever amount you like. This is the part in the show where those who are executive producers and associative executive producers at the donation amount of 200 and above become instant Hollywood level producers of the show and are classified and gifted as such. So if you want to have a credit for the show and you're uh, LinkedIn, people like to do that. Uh, typical as of the value for value, you will be able to do that if you donate to the show. You will be able to be recognized as a real and true donating uh, executive producer of the Six of Swords, Six of Wands, Six of Cups, Six of Discs. And uh, you'll just be able to uh, specify which show you want in the note. If you are saying that I want it to be this month for the Six of Swords, you can do that. Or specifically, you can simply say, uh, this is a donation. I love your show and just put it towards whichever you one you want and it will go towards the next show coming up. Thank you so much to those who have donated as well as again you go to Six of Swords uh, Discord to get in on the Discord for the Six of Swords. Uh, you can hit me up at occultfan.com through the contact page or you can just email me at occultfan at gmail.com and be able to get onto the Six of Swords Discord where all the show information will go down. We keep that off of uh, Twitter and all the other uh, compromised places and uh, even though it's not perfect, Discord is the greatest uh, that we have right now that I've seen for uh, what we have going on right now. So you can join in over there and find out more about the events that are going on related to the Six of Swords show. For now, uh, we have a great episode going on with uh, Joey J and JJ. It's going to be really fun. We keep this one short and sweet tonight, and it's a very special show because there's a surprise that happens right around the middle. But um, yeah, you're going to want to listen to the whole thing for the grand conclusion. It gets really cool. And Thank you so much again for listening. We're going to jump right in. But again, uh, to donate to the show, and I suggest you do so if you enjoy what you hear and you want to support great art. And you will reap the benefits on the hidden dimensions of power as well. That goes without saying. Of course, now that we've said it, go ahead and do it. Occultfan.com, hit donate or paypal.com, and it's occultfan at gmail.com. And to get on the Six of Swords, you know how to do that by emailing me or hitting me up on Twitter, uh, where I am a cult fan, as well as, again, occultfan.com. Hit that donate button. And thank you so much for listening. This is the Six of Wands. And right as we jump in, usually we have a poem that we like to recite. And for you, I am going to give you a cool insight that... Uh, in the uh, astrology class that I'm taking right now, uh, the Robert Frost poem was mentioned uh, the same day that we did this. So suffice to say, we've already done Robert Frost's poem. We've also done uh, The <laughs> Tiger by William Blake. So we're actually going to throw Little Gidding at you by T.S. Eliot right now, and then we'll jump right into the show. As it were, here we go. Midwinter spring is its own season. 
Sempiternal through sodden toward sundown, suspended in time between pole and tropic, when the short day is brightest with frost and fire. The brief sun flames the ice on pond and ditches, in windless cold that is the heart's heat reflecting in a watery mirror. A glare that is blindness in the early afternoon, and glow more intense than blaze of branch or brazier, stirs the dumb spirit, no wind but Pentecostal fire. In the dark time of year, between melting and freezing, the soul's sap quivers. There is no earth smell or smell of living thing. This is the springtime, but not in time's covenant. Now the hedgerow is blanched for an hour with transitory blossom of snow, a bloom more sudden than that of summer, neither budding nor fading, not in the scheme of generation. Where is the summer, the unimaginable zero summer? If you came this way, taking the route you would be likely to take, from the place you would be likely to come from, if you came this way, in May time, you would find the hedges white again in May, with voluptuary sweetness. It would be the same at the end of the journey, if you came at night like a broken king. If you came by day not knowing what you came for, it would be the same when you leave. The Rough Road and turn behind the pigsty to the dull facade and the tombstone. And what you thought you came for is only a shell, a husk of meaning, from which the purpose breaks only when it is fulfilled, if at all. Either you had no purpose, or the purpose is beyond the end you figured and is altered in fulfillment. There are other places which also are the world's end, some at the sea jaws or over a dark lake in a desert or a city. But this is the nearest in place and time, now and in England. If you came this way, taking any route, Starting from anywhere, at any time or at any season, it would always be the same. You would have to put off sense and notion. You are not here to verify, instruct yourself, or inform curiosity, or carry report. You are here to kneel where prayer has been valid. And prayer is more than an order of words, the conscious occupation of the praying mind, or the sound of the voice praying. And what the dead had no speech for when living, they can tell you being dead. The communication of the dead is tongued with fire beyond the language of the living. Here, the intersection of the timeless moment is England and nowhere, never and always.
Ash on an old man's sleeve Is all the ash the burnt roses leave. Dust in the air suspended Marks the place where a story ended. Dust inbreathed was a house, The walls, the wainscot, and the mouse. The death of hope and despair. This is the death of air. There are flood and drouth over the eyes and in the mouth, dead water and dead sand, contending for the upper hand. The parched, eviscerate soil gapes the, at the vanity of toil, laughs without mirth. This is the death of earth. Water and fire succeed, the town, the pasture, and the weed. Water and fire deride the sacrifice that we denied. Water and fire shall rot the marred foundations we forgot. Of sanctuary and choir, this is the death of water and fire. In the uncertain hour before the morning, near the ending of interminable night, at the recurrent end of the unending, after the dark dove with the flickering tongue had passed below the horizon of his homing. While the dead leaves still rattled on like tin over the asphalt where no other sound was between three districts whence the smoke arose, I met one walking, loitering, and hurried as if blown towards me like the middle leaves before the urban dawn wind unresisting, and as I fixed upon the downturned face that pointed scrutiny with which we challenged the first met stranger in the waning dusk i caught the sudden look of some dead master whom i had known forgotten half recalled both one and many in the brown baked features the eyes of a familiar compound ghost both intimate and ident unidentifiable so I assumed a double part and cried, and heard another's voice cry, What? Are you here? Although we were not, I was still the same. Knowing myself yet being someone other, and he a face still forming, yet the words sufficed to compel the recognition they proceeded, and so compliant to the common wind too strange to each other for misunderstanding, and conquered at this intersection time of meeting nowhere no before and after. We trod the pavement in a dead patrol. I said, The wonder that I feel is easy, yet ease is cause of wonder, therefore speak. I may not comprehend, may not remember. And he, I am not eager to rehearse, my thoughts and theory, which you have forgotten. These things have served their purpose. Let them be. So with your own, and pray they be forgiven by others, as I pray you to forgive both bad and good. Last season's fruit is eaten, and the fulfilled breast shall kick the empty pail. For last year's words belong to last year's language, and next year's words await another voice. 
but as the passage now presents no hindrance to the spirit unappeased and peregrine between two worlds become much like each other, so I find words I never thought to speak. In the streets, I never thought I should revisit when I left my body on a distant shore. Since our concern was speech, and speech impelled us to purify the dialect of the tribe and urge the mind to aftersight and foresight, let me disclose the gifts reserved for age. To set a crown upon your lifetime's effort. First the cold friction of expiring sense, without enchantment, offering no promise, but bitter tastelessness of shadow fruit as body and soul begin to fall asunder. Second, the conscious impotence of rage at human folly and the laceration of laughter at what ceases to amuse. And last, the rending pain of re-enchantment of all that you have done and been the shame of things ill done and done to others' harm, which once you took for exercise of virtue. Then fool's approval stings, and honor stains. From wrong to wrong the exasperated spirit proceeds unless restored by that refining fire, where you must move in measure like a dancer. The day was breaking in the disfigured street. He left me with a kind of valediction and faded on the blowing of the horn. There are three conditions which often look alike, yet differ completely, flourish in the same hedgerow, attachment to self and to things and to persons, detachment from self and from things and from persons, and growing between them in difference which resembles the others as death resembles life, being between two lives, unflowering between the live and the dead nettle. This is the use of memory for liberation, not less of love, but expanding of love beyond desire and so liberation from the future as well as the past. Thus love of a country begins as an attachment to our own field of action and comes to find that action of little importance, though never indifferent. History may be servitude, history may be freedom. See, now they vanish. The faces and places with the self which, as it could, loved them. To become renewed, transfigured in another pattern, sin is behoofly, but all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. If I think again of this place, and of people not wholly commendable, and not immediate kin or kindness, but of some peculiar genius, all touched by a common genius, united in the strife which divided them. If I think of a king at nightfall, of three men and more on the scaffold, and a few who died forgotten, in other places here and abroad, 
and of one who died blind and quiet. Why should we celebrate these dead men more than the dying? It is not to ring the bell backward, nor is it an incantation to summon the specter of a rose. We cannot revive old factions. We cannot restore old policies or follow an antique drum. These men and those who opposed them and those whom they opposed accept the constitution of silence and are folded in a single party. Whatever we inherit from the fortunate, we have taken from the defeated. What they had to leave us, a symbol, a symbol perfected in death. And all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well by the purification of the motive in the ground of our beseeching. The dove descending breaks the air with flame of incandescent terror, of which the tongues declare the one discharge from sin and error. The only hope or else despair lies in the choice of pyre and pyre to be redeemed from fire by fire. Who then devised the torment? Love. Love is the unfamiliar name. Behind the hands that wove the intolerable shirt of flame, which human power cannot remove, we only live, only suspire, consumed by either fire or fire. What we call the beginning is often the end, and to make an end is to make a beginning. The end is where we start from, and every phrase and sentence that is right, where every word is at home, taking its place to support the others. The word neither diffident nor ostentatious, an easy commerce of the old and the new, the common word exact without vulgarity, the formal word precise but not pedantic, the complete consort dancing together. Every phrase and every sentence is an end and a beginning. Every poem and epitaph and any action is a step to the block, to the fire, down the sea's throat, or to an intelligible stone, and that is where we start. We die with the dying. See? They depart, and we go with them. We are born with the dead. See? They return and bring us with them. The moment of the rose and the moment of the yew tree are of equal duration. A people without history is not redeemed from time, for history is a pattern of timeless moments. So while the light fails on a winter's afternoon in a secluded chapel, history is now and England. With the drawing of this love, in the voice of this calling. We shall not cease from exploration. In the end of all our exploring, we'll be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Through the unknown, unremembered gate, when the last of earth left to discover is that which was the beginning at the source of the longest river the voice of the hidden waterfall and the children in the apple tree. Not known because not looked for, 
but heard, half heard, in the stillness, between two waves of the sea. Quick now, here, now, always! A condition of complete simplicity, costing not less than everything. And all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. When the tongues of flames are enfolded into the crowned knot of fire, and the fire and the rose are one. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Six of Wands. The Six of Wands is the live iteration of the Six of Swords. In this value-for-value role-playing game model that we utilize, thanks very much to No Agenda for pioneering the value-for-value model. We utilize the evolution of the value-for-value model, the value-for-value role-playing game, in which the participants who donate to the show get to come on and participate in a real-life, real-time action-adventure RPG. And tonight we have Joey of uh, Hey Joey J. Hey Joey, how are you? Doing good. Doing good, man. Well, thank you so much for playing tonight. And uh, we also have my better half, uh, uh, a JJ. Hi, how are you? Um, I feel like I know you from somewhere. Um, and so our last adventure, we saw that the party had made their way through the desert and exited through the southwest corridor. And you will find that we are now exiting through this giant colossus between two huge parallel columns of ancient desert sands that lead out into a vast open beach. And as you approach the shores, the party is instantly attacked by not only three men in black, but also two very strange looking almost like iguana lion looking things but these are ancient dromed some sort of evolutionary bastardized creature and i leave it for the listener to imagine better what these are but if you look at the chariot card on the starman tarot you'll start to get some idea but joey tonight you'll be playing for us the thief and the black mage well jj will be playing the white mage and the knight actually let's flip that jj (laughs) she's writing it down furiously um not that she's in the same room as me at all because that's not how radio works but jj you're going to be the thief and the white mage and joey because you know that magic sword works between the black mage and the knight I'm going to leave that to you this evening for streamlining it to decide if you want to use Magic Sword, when and if that comes up. So, without further ado, JJ, how do you want to proceed? Attack the men in black. Which one is that? You know, there's going to be one lightning, one fire, one blizzard. Um, with fire. You want to attack the fire one with your thief? Yeah. All right, cool. And Joey, uh, just I want to I want to let you. Um, can you hear me still when I have the mic down here? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. All right, great. And you can hear JJ too. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Yep. All right, great. As long as we're coming through uh, loud and clear, we want to make sure that the listeners can do that too. All right, so let's see. Uh, we have the fire. All right. Let's get this big 
guys are already in a fight. It's real. Let's see, there's a monster here. So uh, yeah, you actually uh, you got a really good uh, hit there, and you already took off um, forty percent. So you got the first man in black down to a uh, sixty percent life. All right, Joey, how do you want to proceed? Uh, can I just magic sword right away? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, do you want to attack the same men in black that she did? Uh, I kind of wanted to go for the beast. Cool. Uh, you want to attack one of the beasts? All right. So uh, I should make a note of that because these guys are near the water. If you use thunder on these guys, it's going to be very effective. Nice. I'm assuming that you're going to use a thunder magic sword? Yeah, yep. Read my mind. Uh, so uh, yeah, you uh, take this guy down to twenty percent life. And uh, what about your what about your mage? What are you gonna do? You gonna attack the same one with thunder or what? I'm I'm, I'm leading the witness. Yeah, might as well. All right, cool. Yeah, you guys already took him out. That that mofo is dead. All right, so you still have a men in black at sixty percent. Another. Uh, you also have the uh, of course you have the fire. You have the blizzard and the lightning. And you also have another monster guy who, Jesus Christ, it's a good, it's a good thing you took that guy out because uh, these things are not fun to fuck around with. Um, all right, so the first man in black in fire attacks a thief, takes him down to 80%. Uh, your uh, white mage is attacked by the black men in black uh, with blizzard, and uh, she is very strong against uh, magic, so she's only down to 90%. Um, the men in black uh, lightning attacks the knight. That is pretty devastating. It takes him down to 70%. And the monster attacks your black mage and takes him down to 20% life. Because those things ain't fucking around. They're very powerful. So, oh, there were right, two of them? Was that? There were two of the monsters? You killed one with your uh, magic okay. sword and your blizzard there. Or, uh, lightning. So, yeah. It's a good thing you killed one of them. All right. Now it's uh, JJ. It's your turn. Can I heal the black mage? You absolutely may. And then... Attack the men in black with 60% with the thief. All right. Uh, you brought the men in black down to 20% life, and your black mage is up to 80% life. Joey, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm just going to barrage the beast again, with, uh, except separately. So thunder and then uh, whatever the attack is for the night. All right, uh, you brought the beast down to, uh, and by the way, this beast, uh, we're just going to call it like a, a Neolithic uh, beach beast for now. So uh, you brought it down to 20%. Great. All right, uh, let's see here. Um, all right, this uh, beast attacks your thief, but misses. So fuck that guy. Uh, Men in Black uh, both blast with their, I don't know, some kind of Magitech guns. And uh, your knight uh, is shot at and brought down to 65% by the blizzard. And the lightning one shoots at your thief and brings him down to 75%. All right, what are you going to do? You still have the 20% men in black? Oh, yeah. Um, he is drunk. So, yeah. He's drunk. <laughs> He's drunk. No, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he his shot does miss your black mage. So. So. It's your I turn. want to hit the, the man in black that's already <laughs> way him. down with something. <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to do it. Gonna, I'm going to get him. All right. Your thief hits him for 20. He's dead. All right. The men in black is out. 
So fireman and black, so you still got the blizzard. So what are you going to do with your white mage? Fire on the blizzard. White mage? The white mage heals things. So that was the black mage. You're the white mage. I don't even know. <laughs> Sorry. I thought like you switched to me. Sorry. I'm going to shoot you with my white mage. Okay. Um, well, yes. Uh, your knight's at 65. You might heal the, the knight. Up to, you get, the thief's at 75. I think he had a knight. He is the knight. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't have the knight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so who are you healing? The thief. The thief. All right. The thief's back up to 100%. All right. <laughs> Joey, what's going on? No, seriously, Joey, what the hell is going on? Help. <laughs> uh, I'll do the, I'll take out the beast with the black mage and then attack one of the MIBs. Cool, man. That works. Uh, do you know if you want to attack the blizzard or the lightning one? Uh, blizzard, I guess. All right. As we develop this game, it's going to start to mean more and more. But yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty devastating. Physical attacks against the men in black are very effective right now. And uh, you just took them down to 50%. So blizzard's at 50 and lightning's at 100. Beasts and fire are dead. All right. Um, the blizzard men in black attacks your white mage and brings her down to uh, i'm gonna say she was at 90 now she's down to 75 and the men in black whose blizzard is not drunk and attacks the thief the thief is not so great against this it brings him down to 80. all right jj um i want to well I can't attack the blizzard guy. You can attack the blizzard guy with a thief. You can also steal time. though. Okay. But you can attack if you want to just get. Well, mm. yeah, I'd like to. All right. Uh, you you attack. It brings him down from fifty to twenty five percent. And uh, what's your white mage gonna do? Uh, cast a group heal. Yes. All right. Um, she casts a group heal. It brings your thief up to ninety. It brings your white mage up to. Uh, I'm gonna give her ninety as well. Uh, your knight is now up to 85, and your black mage is up to 95. So you guys are all in really good standing right now. Joey, what are you going to do? Um, let's attack the one with less health with the uh, the knight, and then blast the other one with the mage. All right, so you're going to blast the lightning one? All right. Well, you took out the blizzard. He's gone, and uh, the lightning is at 75% health. All right, uh, the Lightning Men in Black attacks your White Mage and brings her down to 75% health. And it's your turn. Uh, then I would like to... I don't know, can I steal from the Lightning person? Yeah, you can, you can yeah. steal from the Men in Black. Okay. Then I'd like to do that. Cool. All right, uh, you steal a potion, and uh, anyone can use the potion, so uh, you guys now have a potion in your retinue. So, uh, you know, while you can heal, like if Joey ever needed to be in a pinch, she could heal. Right. Um, and we're going to have, uh, what, you're going to uh, attack, you said? So, yeah. 50, all right, uh, with the white mage, never mind, you can't, you can't attack with a white mage. With 75%? You're going to heal with a white mage? White mage doesn't really she she suck at attacking. I just have to heal somebody. Well, yeah, you're gonna you're definitely always gonna heal. All right, 
So she's gonna heal who? Um self. She's low. Yeah, she's at yeah, Alright, you brought up to her hundred. Alright, she's at hundred. Joy, what are you gonna do? Uh, go ahead and finish him off. Attack him, same, you know, with both. He's good. No, he's dead. All right, you guys, you guys, uh, you guys beat that, and you ended up getting a potion out of the battle. So now you have two potions because you won one for. Uh, so now you have two potions. All right. So um, you're proceeding towards the edge of the beach, and your party finds a boat. It's more of a driftwood raft, and you embark upon this because there is no other direction to go upon. But you have a choice of going uh, to the left to uh, the right or you can go straight so between the two of you guys what do you guys want to do and she cannot see my map so um, what do you guys want to do talk between yourselves so straight is like out into the ocean or whatever oh it's it's all ocean okay okay I thought you were talking about like going along the beach left or right not, not, not you are you guys are embarking as a party into the ocean um yeah, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Someone try left? Sure. All right. So you guys are paddling along, drifting along, however this mechanism works. Uh, I'm glad because if you guys had gone right, that would have gotten crazy. So you're, <laughs> you're going left and straight were the, uh, the narrow, the, the, the decent options. All right. So, uh, yes, you're floating along and you continue, uh, flotsing along and suddenly dun, 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 some scuba gear, fucking Nautilus looking motherfucking men in black pop up out of the water and they summon a giant Cthulhu-looking mofo, but it's not too giant. It's just, it's just giant enough. It's, it's, it's scary, though, and it's probably based in water. So, I mean, you got to take your pick. You know, if, you, if you're going to attack that with lightning or what, well, I'd probably hit that shit with lightning. But anyway, so you guys are now in, uh, there's two men in black in this, uh, this old mofo, and these are uh, both blizzard lightning. Uh, lightning blizzard? You guys better hope not. These are both blizzard men in black. And uh, one freaking, we're going to call him a, a Cthulhu for now. Maybe it's Jerry, maybe it's not. But all right. Don't kill Jerry. Don't die, Jerry. All right, Men in Black and Blizzards. So, JJ, not, not, not that one. That's the Joey J. JJ, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, JJ? Who's a thief? All right, uh, it's stupid effective, and you hit him down to uh, no, that's way too much. Sixty-five <laughs> percent. That's stupid effective. And uh, your white mage, what are you gonna do? Uh, she heals people. All right, you want to heal the knight? He's at eighty-five percent. Why don't you do that? All right, the knight's back up to a hundred. All right, so uh, Joey, what you gonna do? Uh, let's just start off with magic magic sword again on the Cthulhu creature. Absolutely. And what about uh, what about your black mage? What's your black mage gonna do? Um, that Cthulhu is weak against uh, fire. Okay, let's do fire then. Paradoxically, being in the water. Uh, great. So you're gonna do both of those? Yep. All right. 
Uh, well, you know what? For the sake of brevity, you just took that mofo right out. And your other uh, teammates are going to get hit by a double uh, blast from the Blizzard Men in Black. Your thief is now down to 65, and your black mage is down to 80. And, uh, okay, JJ, go. By the way, uh, your white mage and knight are both at 100% life. Uh, your thief is at 65, and the black mage is at 80. So you're going to heal the thief. All right, you bring him back up to uh, 90% life. And then uh, you're going to attack the men in black again. Yeah. And that brings him down to 35% life. And Joy, what are you going to do? I'll attack the uh, the one she just hit with the knight and then hit the, the blizzard one with the black mage. Gonna, what are you going to use to hit him with? Uh, fire is firework yeah. against. I mean, it's yeah. pretty much, pretty much, pretty much the going, but I, uh, I can't say it for you. Yeah. All right. Well, you killed that other guy, and uh, the other one's down to fifty percent. Uh, he takes a gambit and uh is going to uh store up his shot for the next one because apparently they can do that in this game. So uh, you have a chance to kill this guy without getting hit by him. JJ, what are you gonna do? Attack him with the thief. And you're gonna heal what? The black mage is lowest at eighty. Yeah. Okay. And Men in Black is now down to uh, 35% life. Joey, I think you know what to do. Yeah, end it with fire. <laughs> so epic. Okay, well, he's dead. All right, guys. Uh, you just got another potion for winning, and uh, you're going to carry on. There's um, two directions you can go now. Um, you can drift your party uh, further towards the left, or you can go to the... Uh, Right-ish. Want to keep going left? Left. All right, you guys are going left. Oh, suddenly upon this way, there is a beautiful siren singing you over to her lair. And uh, behold, a wild nishnish appears. This wild Nishnish is very fond of you and your party and this entire Six of Wands endeavor. And she gifts to your thief a higher powered dagger, which has double blades. So you have a double blade uh, thief dagger now. And as not to shirk the knight, the knight has now a blade made of diamond. So that makes his attack strength much more powerful. You wouldn't even need to resort to magic sometimes. This thing sometimes just insta-kills if it wants to. It is a rune diamond. Inscri it's inscribed with a particular Nishnishian enchantment that makes it so it absorbs health whenever it is utilized against an enemy. So, uh, Joey, are you going to bow down and thank the mermaid Nishnish? Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you, kind well, helper. She uh, she definitely blows you a kiss, and that uh, restores your party's health. So everyone in your party, including ev so everyone's up to one hundred percent. And uh, you will. Th I'm assuming you're going to say thank you too, as well, right? Thank you, Nish Nish. That means, uh, yeah, y'all y'all got a um, y'all got a first turn advantage whenever you come to the 
next thing that happens. Great. All right. Well, the Nish Nish winks and blows a kiss and bow, bow, um, bids you all a fond farewell as she splashes into the ocean and flishes off. So, uh, all right. That's great. Um, I'm assuming that both of you guys are going to equip your new treasures. Hell yeah. Good. Excellent. All right. So, uh, new thief dagger. Wow. That's cool. Didn't see that coming. Double dagger and also a, uh, diamond rune. Nice. I, I don't, I don't even know. This just kind of starts happening. Diamond rune blade. All right. Sweet. Um, so you can you carry on and you reach, uh, you see in the distance, a magic majestic Island. As you near this though, two Cthulhu's rise out of the ocean, no men in black. Now it's time to deal with these asshats. So, um, what y'all going to do? Jai Jai. Going to attack with the thief. Yeah. What are you going to do with the right way? Y'all are healed right now. You've got that first protection. Do you want to cast protection? Do you want to cast protection? Yes. All right. Who are you going to cast that on? Um, how about the Black Mage? Yeah, that's a great one. All right, it works, and your Black Mage now has protection. And that, of course, um, makes physical attacks much less uh, harmful. And uh, your thief with his new double dagger slash slash takes uh, 25% off of one of these guys. So, uh, yeah, Cthulhu 1 is uh, down to 75. Cthulhu 2 is just like, shit, man, I'm glad I'm not him. All right, what you going to do, Joey? I'll uh, hit the uh, 75% one with the knight and the new sword. Oh, yeah. The diamond rune blade, right? So, uh, yeah, nice one, dude. Uh, you hit him, and it brings him down to, wow, yeah, that hurt, uh, 35%. And if you were in need, your life would be replenished a bit, but you're not. So you just got a, a healthy dose of fuck you to the Cthulhu. And uh, what you going to do with your Black Mage? I'll finish, try and finish the, the one off. Don't All right. Me. Well, it brings him down to 10%, and the other one's at 100 So, uh, nice, though, close. And uh, now these Cthulhu guys, the more you hit them, the more depraved and evil they get. They're almost like people who believe the hype right now. Oh, don't bring it to... Uh. <laughs> Anyways, don't believe the hype. Uh, and, uh, yes, the Cthulhu swipes at your black mage and brings him down to... He would kill him, but he has protect, so he's down to 10% now. And your uh, Cthulhu over there does attack your black mage and takes him right the fuck out. So, uh, yeah, now it's your turn. JJ, what you going to do? I'm going to heal the black mage. Well, you can't heal a dead black mage. You want to bring him back to life? You're going to use... Yeah, well, you that's gonna... healing instead. <laughs> it's new life. It's new life. It's a whole new life. Yes. All right, bring them up to. All right, you you resuscitate that mofo. I gotta remember that like, they can't hear you when I'm like doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we're not like we're in the same world. And then, <laughs> stop it. And then, I'm going to use my double blade dagger from the Nishnish. 
to attack. All right, uh, that Cthulhu is wiped out. Sweet. All right, Joey J, what you gonna do, brah? Magic sword, buddy. Dude, <laughs> bringing it down. Bring down the hammer. Uh, yeah, this is because I'm feeling good about that. You just brought him down to 25. Your black mage is uh, your your black mage is alive and ready to be used. Because what the hell we're doing that? Yeah, let's get him. Let's the, get him. Whenever fire. <laughs> It's dead. You can use. You can pretty much use anything besides Blizzard right now. <laughs> Good enough. All right. <laughs> awesome. We won. All right. Wait. I can't. I'm impartial. I. I mean, you won. <laughs> okay. You guys realize that if your entire party dies, I just might die myself. So please don't die. Don't die. All right. Um, so now um, you float closer and you actually end up, uh, you guys have now arrived at the island. And uh, I encourage you to scout. Uh, there's three different uh, parts of the island main that you can scout. Um, would you care to scout part one, part two, or part three? Two. That's what I was thinking. Nice. All right. Uh, you... Your party travels over to the southern proper part of the island, and you guys see a few different um, strange-looking mounds. And of these mounds, you may choose the first or the second to have your party begin to unearth. First. Sounds good. All right, cool, good. All right, so... um. As you begin to dig into this pile, you find several treasure troves and you begin to be extremely delighted with the fact that not only have you guys won two potions so far, which can carry over to the next adventure since you might not even need them. Oh yeah, you did get one at the end of that other one, didn't you? Two and then the other one. See, this is why she's doing this. She's <laughs> already getting pro. And the going got weird and the weird turned JJ. Anyways, so the, <laughs> the idea is that now you have um, a few more potions to add to your retinue. Since you already had three, you can have three more. Six potions. And uh, yeah, actually, um, you found a new staff for your white mage, which allows her to have... Um, protection and now she can cast shell as well as break as well as a full cure so she can use a cure that will heal one person fully so now you guys have an equipment of full cure who knows how long that will last <laughs> so um unfortunately there's something quivering and shaking at the, the bottom of this once you get this brand new staff and you see a humongous pile of living sand give way to one of the most hideous, misshapen blobs. I mean, let's just face it. This is basically Yogg-Sothoth's un ugly uncle. You're facing a cyclopean nightmare from beneath. It was dead but dream, but not dead. What is it? Not dead, but Joey. Do you know your Cthulhu mythos? How do you say this? It's it's not dead, but dreaming, right? Um, sounds right. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, none of us here fucking proper know. Cthulhu nerds, if you want to correct the record, you pay. You, you can freely freely uh, donate to the Six of Swords, and you'll get to play. And then you can snit 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 your life away that way. So, anyways, yes, a gigantic, a OG Cthulhu Cyclopean nightmarish horror rises from beneath the treasures because no treasure comes for free on this island. Just be grateful you're not in other parts of it. Seriously, this is this is about as least ugly as it's going to get. Maybe we'll see if you guys even survive and get off the island. But uh, for now, you're now in this. Uh, it's just you, and it's uh, this gigantic cyclopean horror. So uh, yeah, go JJ. What you going to start with? I'm going to hit at him with my double bladed dagger or the thief. The thief. Which one is you? Um. Haha! -ha. <laughs> Surprise! Welcome to the midtro of the Six of Wands. <laughs> this is, of course, the fourth of the second season, and uh, I want to just say a deep thank you to those who donate at this sustainer or producer level that is in the middle. This is the midtro of the show, and these are those who donate above the anonymous point of $50 and beneath the $200 producer level. This is the uh, producer level that a lot of people come in at. A lot of people also come in for the sake of anonymity. I just want to say uh, thank you for uh, listening to this, as well as the excellent poem that began this. Um, this is a bit of a dip in the audio here. Uh, the mic was being thrown back and forth. <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening, of course. Uh, this is a really great example of why it's important to have uh, two different microphones. But for right now, <laughs> this is what we got. More donations means more microphones, means better audio overall, and the show continues to improve. And thank you so much for those who are part of this creative journey there's several of you who give me great feedback, and some of the best are just the thank yous and the donations that go with those. Um, thank you so much. When you donate especially, that's what makes this show even more powerful in getting more and more professional and better each time. It's a positive upward spiral. And to those of you who go to occultfan.com and hit the donate button, thank you very much for that. As well as for those of you who are at the sustainer levels that a lot of you are at the uh, point that doesn't uh, go for the mentions. And I'd like to uh, thank you, even though you won't necessarily be the people who need to have your names read. And for those of you who do, um, definitely consider donating or just do it. It's a great thing to do. It's all based off of uh, with lots of love to no agendas, value for value model, and of course to crack pot and buzzkill, to pop up and uh, hot dog or whatever it is. And uh, thank you so much, as well as uh, to those who are also, uh, I'd say, mentors in this field. Besides no agenda, of course, Aeon Bite is a huge one for me. So uh, always love to Miguel. So, thank you for listening. This is the Midro, and uh, thanks for uh, dealing with this uh, quick cutout in the audio, of course, because this would be a good place to throw this in here. So, without further ado, back to the show. Yeah, can we do a... I could do a break, right? Slow him down, no? We had this with the staff, no? No. Break. What break does is it makes it so, like, it would um, petrify it and make it so it's like frozen pretty much. But no, that's that's not going to work on this one. So, I would I would consider the uh, defensive measures. Mm, and then I can cast what? Oh yeah. Okay. 
protection. What are you gonna do? Cast protection <laughs> on the white mage. She's casting protect on the white mage. She's not being guided by voices whatsoever. Gold star for Roboite Boy. Okay. So uh the white mage has protection and he has armpit hair up the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay joey we'll show we'll show you the picture after we might even make it this show art no okay that's that's too offensive to the internet okay and that's saying something because it's the internet let's see here your white mage has protect on her all right and uh yeah um so your physical attack is good but uh it's a thief so he's not meant to do like serious damage I just let that five percent damage really so yeah the the Cyclopean Nightmare Horror Cthulian Yog Sothoth, perhaps lawyer, uh, is down to ninety five. <laughs> He's a lawyer. <laughs> now everyone wants him to die even more. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> uh, Joey, what are you gonna do? Magic sword. Magic sword. Uh, because of the nature of the Cyclopean beast, it cannot be revealed to you what is strong and what is weak against it. If you hit that with the wrong type of element, you might end up healing it. So just be careful what you use. Choose wisely, my friend. Do I have uh, wind magic? No, not right now. Hmm. Uh... I don't know. Uh, let's just do thunder, I guess, or lightning. That's a huge win for you guys. Excellent choice. Yes, you bring him down to 80%, even though that's huge for you. That tells you how fucking badass this thing is. Um, what are you going to do with your black mage? Do you want to hold off and uh, let him charge for a turn? or Do you remember how you can do that? No, but I'll do that now. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Basically, um, so if you sacrifice a turn with like focusing your black mage, it like basically doubles his power. Uh, but it obviously means that he has to sacrifice an action. But yeah, all right. So you're gonna go into doubling mode. All right. Um, this Cyclopean horror. I'd be an asshole if I killed off your black mage right now. So what happens is it takes a nasty swing and it takes your thief down fifty percent. So from 100 to 50, and then it swings again because it can do that and hits your knight and brings your knight down to 50%. All right. It doesn't stop there. The horror is only continuing. It slashes at your white mage. She would have been taken down to 25%, but she has protect on. She's now down to 50% herself. All right. Your black mage is at 75, and that's what the score is right now. Jai Jai, what you gonna do? Um, I am going to heal myself, the white mage, and then I guess I'll just, can, can I attack with a thief? Okay. Even if he's low energy. Though. Are you going to, are you going to use, um, cure or full cure on your white mage? Just regular cure. So could I cure the, the thief then, or? You can cure anyone, but if well, you use a, a, a more powerful cure, it's going to fully cure them. I guess I'll... Uh, you want to use cure? Go ahead. That's your prerogative. Well, I can't use both, can I? I mean, I can't you can heal myself spell. fully and then... You can, you can cast one spell. All right, well, let's do that. Heal. Full, full cure. She's going to use full cure on herself. All right, so she's bringing the white mage back up to 100%. 
And that leaves, all right. And uh, you're attacking, and from 80, that brings the Cyclopean Horror down to 75%. And uh, Joey, it's your turn. Uh, let's uh, attack it with a knight and then uh, unleash the charge with the mage. All right. The knight brings it down to 70%. And actually, no, the knight brings it down to 65%. Uh, it is stupid effective. Uh, you just brought it down from 65 down to 30%. And now it is time for hell. All right. You guys thought you were doing okay so far. And it sounds like we've been going really quickly this evening and things have been going really easily, haven't they? Well, the point is, is that the unspeakable horror, yog sothothian Cthulian thing, uh, we'll call it Jerry tonight for no reason, smashes the ground with its tail because it has this nasty, stinky tail. And up from the ground raise two Cthulhus. Two little, little bitty Cthulhus compared to it, but you've seen these type before. So now there are two more Cthulhus next to it. And uh, these guys are both uh, affected, obviously, as we mentioned, by both fire and lightning. Uh, and uh, there's still the main one. And it takes a swipe at because this took two of its turns to do, apparently. This takes another swipe at your white mage, and her protect is still good, but it brings her down back down to 50. And uh, your white mage is out of full cures now. She can only use regular cure for the rest of this. But, you know, it's kind of like his magic sword, I guess. But, yeah, so your party where they stand at is your thieves at 50, your white mage is at 50, your knight's at 50, and your black mage is at 75. So, uh... Proceed wisely. Can I heal? Well, that's what I was trying to do before. Um, yeah, a group heal. All right. So, uh, what about your what about your thief? He's gonna attack. Um, yeah, I want to attack the thirty percent, the main guy. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's, it's a good idea. You might not want to pay attention to those other asshats for now, but what do I know? All right, so yes, that worked. Um, so eh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be generous. Uh, from everyone gets raised up uh twenty five percent from that, and uh, you're at seventy five, seventy five, seventy five, and one hundred. You're gonna need it. All right, and your thief took off another five percent, so you've got the uh, cyclopean horror named Jerry down to twenty five percent. Joey, what are you going to do? I'm going to attack with the, the knight on the the big one, and then same with the, the mage, just in case. You're, you're going to charge the mage back up again? No, I'm just going to attack the big thing as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that took it down to 20% and then down to 5%. Oh, geez. This is not going to be pretty. All right. Uh, first, let's start with the little itty-bitty Cthulhus. Uh, they run up, and we're calling them itty-bitty. These things look like... Anyway, so uh, Cthulhu 1 is... No, these ones don't have armpit hair. Cthulhu... <laughs> Flakes? Yes, they do have dandruff. Okay, so anyways, um, this one, uh, Cthulhu 1 runs at your thief and attacks it and brings it down from 75 down to 35. Uh, Cthulhu 2 runs at your... White Mage brings her down from um, 75 down to 15. 
And then Cyclopean Horror starts swinging wildly. Um, it beats your Black Mage down from 100% down to 25%. Your Knight from 75% down to 25%. And your Thief is knocked unconscious. It's, it's, it's killed by this third Slash. So it's down to zero health right now. All right, JJ, will you guys survive the night? This might be the first time an actual party gets killed on this show. Can I bring this thief back to life? Damn right. And um, <clears throat> can I mean, can he attack in the same thing? No, he cannot. Okay, then uh, well, what else can I do then? That's what you're doing. <laughs> That's it. Thieves brought back to life, but there's some magical grace because you guys just saw a magical mermaid Nishnish, and it brings him up to 75% health. So that's pretty good. And uh, you guys are at some dire straits. Joey, what you gonna do? Let's, uh, finish off the big guy with the knight and then fire with the black mage on the one of the Cthulhu guys, the left one. Do, do, do you want to try using a potion or just throwing that out there? Okay, that's good. All right, uh, you're attacking them with the, with, the blizz, uh, with the blizzard, the lightning, the fire. What spell? Fire. Nice. All right, well, fire is especially effective against the, one, uh, the first one that you're attacking. That's very good. Uh, yes, uh, first to play this out properly, your knight heroically glumps forth as per Jabberwock and you separate the neck and the head from the body of the I mean like the putrid stench that comes lurching out of this soon to be corpsified motherfucker is just beyond I mean it's like Limburger cheese in what cartoons used to make fun of France looking like in a Japanese subway it is not pretty I'm pretty sure that like everyone's about to vomit if they weren't so panicked for the want of losing their lives or keeping them. You have defeated the main enemy, and this sends the other two Cthulhus into a state of delirium. They're both going to lose a turn right now from seeing their leader who brought them up from nothing. They're God, basically, getting slaughtered by your party. So, bravo for murdering God, but or at least someone's god, because there's a bunch of freaky Cthulhu people out there who just got their god killed. And, you know, their dreams are only going to get worse, and ours are only going to get better. So the point is, is JJ nods her head very subtly. It's very good to see your uh, decapitating knight rocking, or your knight who decapitates. Thank you for killing the main boss, by the way. Um, big ups to that. But you still have to deal with these guys. Fortunately, while they're trembling and cowering, and your fire spell is super effective... You end up taking an extra bit off while they're in the stage of delirium. So now uh, the Cthulhu one is down to 50%. The other one's still up at 100 And they've lost their turn, so you get to take another turn now. Well, I'm only down to 15%, so I'd like to heal myself. And then I'd like to use the thief to attack the 50% Cthulhu. So uh, that's going to be very effective. You're going to bring yourself back up to 85% health with that. And uh, because the thief is like kind of like, you know, just the thief, even though he's got a double blade slash slash, it's going to take it down to 25%. So uh, keep going. Joey, what you going to do? Yeah, fire on the, the left guy. 
mm -hmm. with the black mage and then attack the 100% with the knight. All right, that one's done. The first one, and then the 100% uh, one's down to 50%. You guys are in the final minutes of this. All right, let's see if there's any danger left over. Oh, well, what do you know? That Cthulhu attacks your 25% health black mage and does knock him unconscious to kill him. And uh, it is now your turn. I need to heal the black mage. And yeah, attack the 50% with the thief. Your thief's attack misses, but you do bring the black mage back up to 50% health. Joey, what you gonna do? Uh, fire with the black mage and uh, attack with the knight. Now this one's not super effective. The fire only does mm, all right, twenty-five damage. But the knight delivers a punishing blow, excoriating this beast for ever daring being a creation in the first place. You guys have beat the main boss of this level. Congratulations, Joey. I think a a, a bit of a song is due. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that every time, but yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. And for doing that, you guys just get a shit ton of like fucking money. So, <laughs> well, nice. Uh, it's a bunch of treasure. Your 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 party is finally starting to get some. Um, we'll we'll call these Lee L E E. I don't know why that's what they're calling the coin in this, but that's what we're calling it. All right, now this there's 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 a uh, there's another raft in front of your party, and uh, you guys have three choices to sail off into, and uh, your party gets to choose if you're going to go southeast, south, or southwest. Southwest. Southwest is what I'm saying. She said so. Okay. If you feel differently, let me know. Oh, no, that sounds good. Okay. Awesome possum sauce. All right, that was actually, uh, that was the right way to go. And you guys do get to pass on. Well, congratulations and thank you. Uh, your, your party is going to travel off into the sunset successfully this time. So let's, uh, yes, congratulations. Hey. And uh, thank you so much for playing the Six of Swords is Value for Value role-playing game. Joey J, thank you for being with us this evening. No problem. Do you well, have any... Uh, huh? It was fun. Good time. Yeah. Do you have any uh, thoughts or uh, anything to uh, share with the audience or anything like that? No, sorry. Just uh, trying to have fun, I guess. <laughs> So it worked then. We achieved our objective. Never give up. <laughs> oh, JJ just got some words of wisdom. Never give up. Never gonna give you up. So we just rickrolled the entire audience. Awesome. You never can trust a thing when that Cthulhu's around. All right. Well, that was great, guys. Thank you so much for being here and playing this evening. Um, it was short and sweet, and it was it was sweeter than it was short. But uh, thank you so much for playing. It's really it was really fun to have both of you here this evening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys all for listening. This has been the Six of Wands, the live role playing game of the Six of Swords. And uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.
time and time and time again. Thank you so much for listening to the Six of Wands. This is the live value for value role playing game that is part of the Six of Wands. When you donate, those who donate the highest in the month, the four who do get to play this game. So again, you'll go to occultfan.com and hit the donate button or paypal.com and donate at occultfan at gmail.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate everyone who listens and who donates and who gives their honest feedback. Uh, and always, you can reach me at occultfan at Twitter or occultfan at gmail.com and request to get onto the Six of Swords Discord where you'll be able to find out the latest news and goings-ons and things related to the show. Because things, yo, things. Thank you for listening. Donate. Send your appreciation. Donate. Send your appreciation, donate, send your appreciation, and thank you for listening to the Six of Wands.